0: Maybe now. Right. Oh, I got it. I got it. Accept. Sorry.
1: We are now streaming live. Are we now? Hi, if you're here already. Two minutes late. Sorry, there was traffic.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, it's, it's a really busy day for us. We actually just stopped recording an episode 60 seconds ago.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Look at us. Yeah. Okay.
1: Be- because see. our season finale actually lands pretty darn close uh, oh, to Randy, the main holiday season, so put us back
0: on gallery. It's oh, on speaker yes.
1: Still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There so we go. Yeah, so when you, so we will still have the season finale on schedule. It'll just be recorded.
2: Yeah.
0: So, before everybody starts rolling in, I will do the housekeeping stuff. Um, If you're new here, please like and subscribe. Follow us on Patreon. That's really the best place to follow us. That's where all of our updates are. You don't have to pay to follow. You can subscribe and pay if you want to. We do have extra paid content on there. Um... There is a lot of free content too. So again, if you, you know, times are tough right now. If you ain't got it, you can just follow us there for free. We just appreciate you showing up. Hi, Clyde. Yes. Clyde's in the comments. Hi. <laughs> hey. Um also this isn't going to be a fun portion. And if I trigger you, I am not sorry. If you are one of my clients or one of my followers on Instagram, I, I implore you to follow either the podcast Patreon or my personal Patreon. I will not be on Instagram much longer. They have taken my account from me probably about 10 times in the last two weeks. I am shadow banned severely. Nobody can see me I have been sharing uh, pro-Palestinian things. I I think what's going on over there is really fucked up. So because of that, I am getting there. I will not be on Instagram much longer. Uh, My account's been hacked. My accounts have been taken down. So please, please, if you are one of my clients, please follow me on either one of the Patreons. It doesn't matter which one. Just that's where you're going to have to find me because, uh, yeah, they're going to take that down. And free Palestine. So... <laughs> that's how I feel I
1: that but it's happening yeah um but they're doing that to you too
0: yeah it, it's really messed up because I don't even have a large platform so and I like the people that I follow some of the journalists I follow have been murdered and so even little old me is like who am I nobody follows me <laughs> like nobody follows me I don't have an audience and this is what they're doing to me so think about wow. that for a minute Think about that for a minute before you start forming your opinions. But um, anyways, off right. of that, uh today <laughs> we are going to be talking about traditional versus modern witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Okay. You I know, think there's a, a few people uh, here, so I think we can get started.
1: Okay. All right. So um, a, a little bit of a, a background, you know, of at least from my perspective, the reason why this this came to mind, this subject, is, you know, um, it, you, you see it often um, uh, on TikTok or comments from TikTok related to TikTok um, about um kind of the the younger witches versus the older witches. Um and more even more broadly, you know, the 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 more modern approaches versus what has been considered pretty much traditional, um what um, what has been done for, you know, decades, for some practices centuries um and you know the the thought process of you know we can do whatever we want We're you know if we want to use all modern stuff if we want to worship you know pikachu you know it's fine um so yeah that's kind of what for, at least for me that was you know got me to thinking that you know this would be an interesting topic to talk about because um obviously i i have my opinions i always have my opinions my opinions are never straightforward because um I'm I'm rarely um black and white, this or that. I always understand that, you know, it's it's mostly gray in the mid middle. But um so for me personally, you know, I mean I will just start right off the bat. For me personally, um I have no problems with modern day approaches. Um I I I think that probably a number of the things that I do would, would be considered modern. Um, I like incorporating modern philosophies. I mean, I'm a huge proponent of chaos magic, which in and of itself is, you know, born in the seventies, you know, so very, very modern, you know, so I'm not, I'm not anti modern. Um, And so it's, it's not that me personally, I just feel like it's kind of a, taken a little bit more nonchalant these days like um mm-hmm. and I, I i feel like the 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 line is kind of blurred should there be a line maybe not but i feel like the line is kind of blurred between uh role play and fantasy i was versus, you know what i was know,
0: just about to ask you what would you name the line but as soon as you said that i'm like sanctity
1: sanctity there you go there you go there's like no that.
0: sanctity to it like you think it no. you think it's just another thing from pop culture yeah that's what people are doing like that's the line it's like there's sanctity the line is sanctity and on one side you have people that still hold this very seriously and revere it and take it very very seriously and then you have people that are like this is fun
1: yeah yeah and yeah, and like- i think what what i see is the disrespect in yes. both off, off from both sides honestly yes I see yep. from both sides because you old know people be the, mean. um <laughs> I'm sorry old people be mean sometimes <laughs> it's like just hella
0: <laughs> mean like she's 12 I mean... relax why are you screaming at her <laughs> she's only ever known Harry Potter relax like give her time to figure it out like <laughs> yeah it's definitely both sides
1: yeah but but I think it's a uh, and it's kind of sad because some of it is really petty that 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 at least that i've witnessed you know the whole like you know we're younger we just know like maybe ours way is better you know we can do it how we want you know we don't need to do this old you know and i guess that that's where it bothers me you know the um the disrespect on both sides you know because like i said You know, I may not necessarily agree with all of it, but, you know, you do you. My thing where I really harp on is that, and you've heard me say this over and over and over again, I'm a broken record. I just wish that if you are going to do that, please do so with purpose. Please just, you know, understand what you're doing. Just, you know, please just don't do it just because, you know, don't, don't be superficial about it because that is not disrespectful to older practitioners that's disrespectful to the practice itself you know yeah so if you want to do you know all of the the modern pop culture stuff that's awesome you know just i just wish that there would be a little bit more respect in that approach and and I like the word that you use sanctity um
2: exactly i mean we've seen it yeah. a lot like on TikTok, on Amino, just social media in general, like, there's some practices that are completely traditional. And a lot of newer people, because they've had a pop culture reference to it, like, don't realize some of these are traditional practices and just toss that all out the window. You know, like, they completely disregard the fact that these practices are very traditional and don't need a modern twist on them because they've been the same for hundreds of years. And and then you see everybody arguing about it and it's like, that's when you see me like, I'm going to leave you all to your train wreck. <laughs> yeah, Bella, you have fun with that one. I think for
1: me- see, a, it's Amino like, I, is a
2: place- My bad, go ahead.
1: No, no, no. I, I was just going to say. I think what I what I find offensive to that is that they are mixing generational gaps, confusing generational gaps with um, modern versus traditional magic practice. Because you know that's a lot of the arguments that you see entwined from again from both sides. You know, it's like you know that 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 whole concept of you're older. That doesn't mean older doesn't mean it's better. And, you know, I maybe I'm doing it better than you because I'm younger and I have, you know, fresh ideas and fresh brain and you I know, know how to
0: use Google.
1: Right. right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, the it, fact it, so, that I've so seen I think so,
0: so many young people use that as some some kind of personal milestone to like shit on older people it's just bizarre to me. Like, cool. I know how to type things into a box too. That's not real research. Like if you, anybody who's ever had to do research for school will die laughing at you. They'll have a stroke laughing at you so hard because they know that Googling something and getting the first answer that pops up on the first page, that is not research.
1: Yeah. And that's where, you know, I think, like, if if you're going to be a mathematical practitioner to me personally, that it, it means that you, uh, on some level, are a little bit more mature or are mature ring. And therefore, to employ those arguments that are just the basic generational gap arguments, you know, that's 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 beneath us. Please don't do that. You know, if you're going to argue about it, argue about it like for real. Don't just do it because you're old or you're too young. And
0: that plays into what I was just about to say. So Amino is the place because I'm not on a ton of platforms anyway, but Amino was the place that I got to see both extreme ends of the spectrum. I got to see people that were new and had only been studying for like a month or two acting like they were the fucking authority on something because they found a false sense of security in their Googling abilities. So uh, you, I had to see that and kind of like try to tell them like, you don't know anything. And then on the other end, there were older people who were in their 50s and 60s who are like, if you don't do it this old fashioned way, you're wrong, and you deserve to be attacked, you don't deserve to be in this community, I'm gonna band together people to to try to get you blackballed from every community on this platform. And, and I'm just like, I feel like, The the problem is, on both ends of the spectrum, is that whether you're old and stuck in your ways and think that nobody younger than you could ever be correct about anything, or whether you're on the end of, I know how to use Google, so I'm smarter than anybody that's ever come before me, you're both in a world where you are expected to do the work on your ego. And you have not, this is all ego speak on both ends of the spectrum. That is 100% what it is. You are not smarter or better than anybody. Your ego is massive. It is ugly. It is embarrassing and it is a blemish on the community. And that is personal work that you need to do on yourself. You don't need to be telling anybody else anything because you don't have it figured out.
1: I personally see modern approaches and traditional approaches both equally having merit you know Mm -hmm. these traditional practices um and the these magical theories you know they have stood the test of time for a reason because they work and because they have meaning um there are there are there's truth in those words you know there's there's to me i think that there's those are not That's not information to just poo-poo and ignore and be like, it's old. So like, yeah, that's like, what do you
0: think the phrase, like, what do you think the phrase tried and true means? That means that experience, they experienced it. They did it. They lived it. They saw it. Okay. Did it, tried it, saw it, experimented with it. This works. Write it down. Now you got people saying, I'm going to go get a plastic candle and throw some plastic glitter on it and this is exactly the same level of witchcraft as that old lady talking about bones Are, what right like
1: well, i've having never said seen that so on the flip glitter. side <laughs> on the flip side you know taking a modern approach you know with with new ideas fresh perspectives you know there's, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there's, that's a beautiful thing, you know, and, and I like to think that, that I incorporate both in that, because, you know, we, we've talked about this before, I like to, you know, incorporate scientific theories that are relatively new, and explore yes. those, um, and, and see how that can work for me in magical practice, you know, so, um there there are good things to that as well. I, I think once again, it's understanding and, and and it's all about balance. You know, we say it all the time. It's all about balance. This is no different. You know, it's um to me, I think both modern approaches and traditional approaches can work synergistically. You know, to to do that study and understand what has come before us. And uh, and then if you want to see and apply that to new approaches and modern day thinking, you know, of course, that can yield a lot of beautiful and positive results, but to not ignore one or the other and speak ill of one of the other, one or the other, excuse me. And see, I've noticed,
2: like, so I noticed, like, well, I know me and Hestia have some very traditional, like, practices and workings and thoughts and stuff but then again you have to think about it there's some materials that we can't get these days that they actually they had back then so we do have to compromise and like rearrange some crap prior you know because it's like well we, we we can't physically get that stuff anymore so what's equal to or as great as that you know ingredient And that opens
0: up a whole new thing, a a whole new research project that you have to do because you have to find things that are either in the same plant family or in the same stone family or, you know, carry the same properties, carry the same energies. And that is a research project in and of its own. But that (laughs) again, you know, it comes with this lifestyle. You're never going to stop learning.
2: No, because there's been plenty of times that all three of us were like, okay, this needs this, but we can't we don't have access to it anymore or it's way too fucking expensive for a tiny piece of whatever it is so it's and like, in the same breath
0: though but in the same breath i don't know about you but i know for me there are very much a list of workings that i will not budge on anything exactly that is required for it i will not do the work
1: yeah, if i don't do
0: have it
2: yeah exactly if i don't have it or can't access it uh, i'm not gonna do it because I'm not gonna have to gonna wait. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna wait until I have access to it or it's available because it's just something that I not, not budgeting to
0: build on it and to build on it. I know you guys are gonna be able to verify this for me. When a real practitioner has a need for something, it shows up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: I mean, there's been been times where I was like, I'm not going to be able to get this for this working somehow, some way it will show up. I just complained recently about how, and I didn't say nothing to him, but my husband, when he buys me flowers, he knows (laughs) that I don't like, I don't typically like the roses that you can buy in America. I don't, to me, they're very generic looking, Um, but I needed them to start making rosary beads for a rosary. Didn't say anything. All of a sudden I've been getting a bouquet of roses every week. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't say nothing to him about what it's for or nothing until after the fact.
2: And girl, that last bouquet was gorgeous.
0: So, you know, there's that too. A lot of things are very traditionally done and I need this, but I worry about not being able to get this. And then that shows up. One of my favorite practitioners. Oh, am I really not going to be able to pull his name right now? (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't remember his name right now, but he is the, uh, the astrological practitioner that is commonly on the astrology podcast. I don't know why I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, but he, he's always over there. I don't know my brain. I'm real out of it, but, but anyways, so he, uh, he was telling a story one time about how he was trying to, he is very hands-on alchemical magic and astrological magic very ancient stuff that he does so he will melt down and make his own jewelry with metals like he knows how to work with metals and stuff and he's very particular very traditional in his practice um like going back to like Mesopotamic times these kinds of practices that that level of alchemy so he was talking about how one time he was trying to make a ring to work with mars and how he needed a, a certain weight of gold and he was just like dang that's expensive i can't do it and one day he just he met a man he did something nice for him and he was like here i have to repay you and he gave him a ring that was made out of gold that was the exact carat weight that he needed
1: that's awesome
0: yeah. yeah, and I might be like misquoting that a little bit. It's been a, a little while, but like you can find it. That's on one of the mm-hmm. episodes of the astrology podcast when he's talking about mm-hmm. astrological magic. So you know, there's that plays into it too. A lot, a lot of times, some of these traditional practices are like you need this and specifically this, and if you can't get this, it is not meant to be. Don't do it.
1: But here's and the thing, though, is that to me. That, again, goes back to how you approach your practice, you know, Um, and are you going to approach it with study to understand, you know, we, what is that saying, you know, um, if you don't learn your history, you know, you're doomed to repeat it, right? History Mm is doomed. And, and that goes for really, to me, just about everything. And so, again, we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of years of what we just said earlier, which was the trial and error. And, um, and people with the modern-day approaches are doing the same thing, but why reinvent the wheel? Yeah. Why, why, why try to and why automatically understand if something says or somebody says or a, uh, or a book says absolutely do not substitute, understand why understand why it isn't. And then, and then you make the decision from there that, okay, that reasoning is related to what I'm trying to accomplish. So absolutely, yes, I'll stick to the ingredients or, well, the reasoning behind that is not quite, you know, I don't really care about that aspect. So let me see what I can do. I mean, you, but you, 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 to make those decisions though requires that you have research, that you have a level of understanding and and again you know why waste time and try to reproduce something and, and, and experiment with something that maybe has already been tested and true look at that and at the very least you know then jump off from that why waste that time and start all the way over from scratch just because it's old she's old he's old the book's old old does not necessarily mean that it's not good anymore old equally doesn't necessarily mean that it's right
0: it just means that whatever new information they had then was legit and now it's common knowledge
2: exactly or should be or should like folk magic like Mm -hmm. Appalachian folk magic none of that has ever changed like everything it's it's tried and true and I yeah. have met to find any books that it's totally different. Well, it'll be different in different parts of the Appalachian Mountains, but not right. by much at all. It's just different of their resources they had in that area.
1: But most yeah, of it I is think, all I'll the be same. honest with you. I think I think it's hard to put folk magic practices in this same discussion. And But to that point, though, people who sit there and say, you know, well, I'm a modern day practitioner. I'll just take these folk magic practices and do what I want with it. You know, for me, uh, I, that would be probably one of those things that you have to be really, really careful about because folk magic practice is specific to a culture and specific to an area. So those things work for that particular area for that particular culture, for those particular needs. If you're going to make changes, you know, okay, maybe maybe that'll work for you. Maybe it won't. But then stop calling it folk magic because then it's not that folk, You're not practicing yes, the exactly. magic of you because I mean. you've That's literally like, changed um, it.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, because like I've
2: seen that before. I think it's all on one of the amino communities. It was labeled folk magic And a whole paragraph is about, well, I found this, but I'm changing this, this, and that, and I'm using it for this and not that. And I'm like, well, then it's, why did you even mention folk magic, that it was a folk magic thing when you literally just deconstructed that whole thing and made it a whole new thing. I find things like that.
1: In and of itself, it's fine. Just, you know, call a spade a spade. Um, Thank you. I don't think it's fine. I think that if you're
0: going to take something that already exists and bastardize it, I think that's wrong. And I think you're wrong for that. Now, if you just create, if you use something, I'm about to to clarify my stance on it. I'm about to clarify my stance on it. I think it's wrong because you took a folk practice that had its roots in typically suffering of some kind of group. And they created these things out of what they knew their historical and ancestral knowledge and you put it to use, and this is what survived and then you took that and you completely broke it down and made it something else. When you could have just created something using the similar structure, you didn't need to steal from something and make it something else. When you could have just been like, okay, some things are set up like this. Let me set up my own. I feel like if you want to make something your own, make something your own. You don't have to steal from anybody else's culture to do that ever. Now, now, now and, I, and I, I'm not the authority I and I can't make you. you not, but I don't, I don't think that's right. I would never <laughs>
1: condone no, that. I, ag- I agree with you, but that's where it goes back to then call it what it is because yeah. look, we all look at multiple resources magical and or at least i do magical non-magical historical modern day to get ideas to spark our wheels turning so if you see something that was part of a, a folk magic practice that you're like hey i have an idea i want to do this that's a good idea let me let me build off of that but you're not going to sit there and go i took this folk magic practice of this particular culture and i changed it just for me that is when it becomes an insult if you're taking it to inspire ideas then fine but it's yours don't call it that and say i took that and i changed it
0: and see i think that's i think i just the way i feel about it is you know i'm just gonna have to agree to disagree i don't think that you should be taking anything from folk magic practices when there are so many quote-unquote like new agey things that are already like bastardized from things that belonged to specific cultures if if you want to make something up make something up we all do it like that's part of being a practitioner you learn how to formulate your own rituals and workings and whatever the fuck else you want to call the the energy work that you do so With that being said, most of us have done at least some kind of research into our heritage. Pick the ones that apply to you if you're going to steal from folk. That's how I feel. Take from your folk then. Find your folks and take from what they would have taught you instead of stealing from something that you have no ties to and you're not being respectful. That's disrespectful. And I just I don't think that is... um, I don't think it's acceptable. But again, this is just my opinion. Like I am not going to show up at your house and like tear you down about it. I'm not going to say nothing to you about it on social media. I'm going to scroll and mind my business. Just know that like I personally would never do that for anybody else or myself. I have spoke numerous times about certain aspects of my path, which does have uh, roots in, some parts of the South in Appalachia and then Mexican folk magic. So I have folk magic to pull from. But yeah. even knowing that, I still don't use it as a route for my own things because those folk magic things go back so far. If I need to tap into that, I use it how they would have
2: used it. And that's how I've been feeling myself like a lot lately, like, and it's, it's kind of funny because it doesn't also, it applies to my practice, But, like, also applies to mundane shit that's around here, too, lately. Like, where I live, it's all about trying to, like, the whole community is about embracing, you know, mountain heritage and, and, and the culture of the mountain heritage. But yet, they're bringing in different people from different parts of the country to enhance the community and... You've got these people who have been here for six months and never lived here until six months ago that are like, oh, uh, our, you know, for example, one of the restaurants. Oh, our restaurant is this, this and that. And we have authentic, you know, mountain food and you go in there and it's something you would find in New York City or California. And they like just totally fucking destroyed what that meal is so like that's how I've been feeling lately like especially with my practice and stuff like if you're gonna sit there and be okay this folk thing I, I read online and I, I I like it but it has nothing to pertain to your people like Hesia said don't touch it don't don't right. don't touch it because I mean I know how all three of us feel about you know our cultural practices we're very in tune with them
0: sorry the comments so Clyde yeah. says Hesia gets violent and aggressive over things <laughs> listen I'm a Sag rising absolutely I scream about everything everything is a fight every wait Jonathan do you know me why are you saying this he said aggressive is her natural state Clyde who are y'all do y'all know me <laughs> is that Jay oh maybe huh Oh, okay. okay. Y'all do know me. Stop talking about me. I'll <laughs> fight y'all too. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> anyway, that's exactly how anyway. I feel lately. Like I feel aggressive about it, especially as much as much time and effort and research, like all of us have put into our cultural folk magic and stuff. I hate seeing people pick one, tear it apart and call it folk magic when that's not what it is it's you just decided I like that culture let's do it
0: you want to know something I've noticed uh over the few years that I've been here like in this community for real and I've noticed it with you two too I don't know if you guys have noticed it but definitely in myself in both of you in most of the practitioners that I've been around as time goes on I've noticed that even though we are open to new information modern information not just new to us but like just new information uh it seems like all of the practitioners that i see and surround myself with be based on me holding them to somewhat of a higher standard like i i think that most of the people around me i consider to be legit and legit by birthright uh they tend to as time goes on start showing that their practice looks way more traditional, way more old school as time goes. Like I've noticed with you guys, you're reaching further back into your roots and pulling that to the forefront. It's not about yeah. the new information. It's not about new materials. It's very much what worked for my people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, man. It, it, for me, though, it it is a little bit of both because like I said, it, it's weird because I have... You can almost draw a line between the the cultural traditional stuff that I do and then the the more chaotic um, experimental stuff, you know. But I don't mix the two, and and yes. I I Thank kind you. of don't purpose I don't purposefully do that. It's just that's how it, it happens. It comes out. Yeah. Yes. When I
0: there are certain times, and it's almost always the on the fly workings that comes from just my witchy core. I can free, I can freeball that. Sorry for the term. I don't know a better one right now. I, so I just kind of I just kind of what is the what is the PG word for that? I gotta stop saying that in every setting. Jesus lady, freestyle. get it together. Yeah, freestyle. that's the word. I just freestyle free ball girl grow up. Um <laughs> so those ones I freestyle and it just to me that is witchcraft at its core. Like I'm just witching it up right now. Now there are certain things that it's like, no, I am doing folk magic right now. This is not witchcraft to me. I am doing folk magic that the people before me set in place. Um, And they, and yeah, and they just naturally do not overlap for me. They just are naturally, whenever I get in my mind, like this is what needs to be done. It just, I naturally go to one or the other and they do not overlap.
1: Yeah very very much agree it, and honestly even in my head that my rationally i don't it can't it can't overlap it do, it just doesn't work for me yeah
0: yeah like the systems don't work it's like yeah. trying to plug your your tv into the plumbing of your house it doesn't work <laughs> it's gonna explode <laughs> when
1: you turn that's it on it's gonna now, pop and
0: fizzle and go out like that's gonna be the end of that But, yeah, like, to me, the the systems don't overlap. They don't intertwine. I feel like if I use one, the other one just kind of shuts down while I do that. And then the other one will turn on when I need it to. They're not even activated at the same time, I feel like.
2: Yeah. No, that's how I feel, too. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, like, I have one set of things for one thing and one set of things for another. And I just never combined them, ever. They're just, like. Store them all in the same room, never use them at the same time. Exactly. They all store it on the same shelf. I just pull them out one at a time. You know. Do you guys, would you guys say
0: that you tend to lean more one way or the other? Do you think you're in the middle? I don't think I'm in the middle. I do. I do think I'm closer to the middle than being extreme on either end. But my pendulum definitely swings a little more traditional. A little bit.
1: I would say that my pendulum definitely swings a little bit more traditional because um, I do go more of the, the um, KO experimental stuff, but that's very, very purposeful. I have to get myself in a a different mindset for that. Um, Whereas it it is more natural. If, if, like you said, the whole free flowing thing more naturally um, does tend to gravitate more traditionally.
2: Yeah. I mean, We've all seen and how I'm we all probably
1: practice
2: and I think so too. Maybe
1: 40-60? If I had to put numbers to I, it, I don't yes.
0: know if I don't know if I could put numbers <laughs> to it, but I definitely I definitely do tend to lean that way. And I do no, have some no,
1: I don't even think it's 40-60. I would I mean, I would think it's more like 30-70. Because yeah. because it's really effort. Because because the um the mm-hmm. more modern approaches and the experimental stuff takes a lot of effort yeah because it's experimental you know so i there's a lot of of planning formation and and trial and such so so i have yeah so i definitely do it less because that requires time on my part
2: which i don't always have
1: prepping and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and planning planning and i ain't got time
2: for none of that (laughs)
0: Aw, Jay said he's glad to see us still doing this. Ain't been around in a while, but good to know some things don't change. Of course not. We're still angry old curmudgeons like we've always been. Yeah, that's
1: it. When
0: when you are who you are at your core, that's what you're gonna get forever.
1: <laughs> forever and ever. I can't, um, wait. I can't wait till he finally like will actually start doing magic. I wish he I wish he truly understood in magic. You can't just saying we've had that
2: conversation before
0: (laughs) oh god his comments are about to get wild i already know anyways (laughs) but no like um there are some things that i have seen some practitioners say that you know what i agree and i know we're not supposed to speak in absolutes but i am not using glitter i'm not absolutely yeah, not and I'm this sorry. is, this is coming glitter. from a bitch that loves glitter I love glitter in the mundane sense I'm a sparkly ass bitch ask my husband I get glitter everywhere all of the time he he looked like he all, at any given time if you see my husband it looks like he just walked out of strip club and he did <laughs> not it was me it was me and I love glitter it has a time and a place mm-hmm. and not um, in my I, practice though. So. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of older practitioners and some newer ones they're finally like, hey, plastic is a problem. And that is one of them curmudgeonly hills that I will also die on. I think that plastic and plastic-based glitter, just glitter in general, I feel like it's very childish. And I take this oh, so serious that I'm just like,
2: uh,
0: like it, it gives. I start
2: making weird anxiety noises when I think about that, it. To uh, I me, mean, glitter. <laughs> like I hate is it. Like, Using glitter like that feels like when I went when my my daughter was little and we were playing witch and making things, you know. And well, like my niece, you know, we were playing witchy and we 'd use glitter and sparkles for fairy dust and stuff that's that that's how I feel like, oh we making a, a fairy dust jar?
1: I have a confession <gasps> I don't use glitter. no, I don't I don't use glitter, <laughs> but so I'm kind of I, I'm one of those people that like try to see what could be repurposed. And so when um Jace and and my daughter, And her husband, when they moved out of the house a long time ago, they left behind some stuff. And one of the things that they left behind were some tubes of glitter. And so I kept it. I have it stashed in my miscellaneous drawer of things that I may want to use one day. I haven't touched it yet, but I do have it. I can't think of when I'd ever use it but I do. Yeah. I, I was just about it. to
0: ask you, think of one working that you could do that. You're just like, <gasps>
1: I
2: know what it's missing. Like, I don't. <laughs> it's I, good for a glitter bomb box. Know what it's missing. Yeah. There it's, you go. You imagine, do
0: glitter. No, listen, listen, Brandy finish drinking. Cause I'm going to make you laugh. So (laughs) (laughs) imagine that face, Bella, look at Bella, look at her right now. See that face, see her, everybody picture this with me. I'm going to take you on a guided meditation, close your eyes and picture this. Our, our beloved Bella, Bella Luna doing some real woo woo shit under a dark moon, right? Just hands dirty just black with whatever she's working on and she's like it's missing something what is it missing oh i know and then she scurries down the hallway she, all you hear is pet, 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 down the hallway and she flings open the door and she rips open the drawer and she brings out a vial of fluorescent
1: pink glitter <laughs> no that, this, is glitter, is that <laughs> this is what it was and missing. All the last thing I'm going to grab is that pink one.
0: This is what it was missing. And they are vials. They're little
1: tiny vials. About this big.
0: So oh my God. yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not using glittered. <laughs> no. Pass on I'll that. Probably throw know? them away
1: eventually. I thought like maybe something might come up where I would use them, you know. I hate to I hate to just how
0: many years have you been waiting on the opportunity to use glitter magically? How many years? Five.
1: Five
2: <laughs> so far. Five years just collecting dust. In a drawer.
1: It's in a drawer.
0: Jason just... in, drawer. in the way back. And Jay says, I'd never do witchcraft. It's too spooky. I'd summon a ghost and have to burn the house down. (laughs) Listen, hey, real quick, Jay, on some real shit. When I first started, you can ask them. I was terrified of seeing things. I actively shut it out on a regular basis. Once you, and I know you probably won't, but once you start to get comfortable with it, it's not scary. It's it's rooted in the fear of unknown you're used to seeing humans and things that you see all the time and the thought of seeing something and not knowing what it is or what it's capable of can be creepy but um once you know what they are capable and incapable of it's it's a lot less scary for real and that's coming from somebody who was absolutely terrified like shook He also made fun of me for being glittery and said that he sparkles naturally. It's cool that I can
2: imitate it.
1: Oh,
2: for <laughs> Jesus, Christ. why are you mentioning Twilight? <laughs> Nobody likes yeah, Twilight. He also he also said we're out here sparkling
0: like Twilight vampires. Oh, anyway, anyway, it's always fun when Jay comes out the woodwork, ain't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we won't see him again for six months
2: to a year. <laughs> it's been real Basically. though. <laughs> He's going back into seclusion.
1: You know, I he one said. thing that he does need to know though, is that you have embraced the volume blue. <laughs> yes. Now at every single
0: one of our meetings, we say, put your phone on blue. <laughs> is it on gray or is it on blue? Put it on blue. <laughs> You've changed how we hold our our meetings permanently.
1: No, Forever. he's changed how we view volume. Yeah, it's in color now. In color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't think so.
0: I don't know. He's like what? I think he we're don't good even to wrap remember. Up. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good to wrap up too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh guys, don't forget the um, our season finale will be a recorded version, but it will show up on the regularly scheduled time. Wait. So if we don't talk to some of you, which will probably be the majority of you, because there's like eighteen hundred of you people. Yeah, uh, almost there. Have a wonderful holiday. Wait a and... minute.
0: So we won't be back right. till like what, February?
1: We won't be back until our next season af- in 2024. So I not mean, only will we, we not see we you will again technically, for the rest of this year. We won't be back live. We will have, you know, of course, one more um one more episode of our podcast that will air before twenty twenty-four. Um, but you won't see our asses live until 2024. <laughs> so like, right, until- don't we have an, oh a
2: thing on the 17th and then we're off?
1: That's what I said. They'll we're they'll okay. see a recorded version of us, but they won't see us live. Okay, we're
0: fumbling through this. Everybody, follow, follow us on Patreon. <laughs> follow us on Patreon. Subscribe if you can. We appreciate all of the support, uh, but obviously, just appreciate you just showing up. Um, again, follow me also on Patreon, whether it's the the group Patreon or just mine, because not going to be on Instagram much longer. Uh, We have books on Amazon. Make sure you check those out. And I guess we will see you probably in February.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Bye.